0: man show a drum by the Ryder Bronx head coach
2: Kevin Baggett coach Baggett how things up there in Jersey man uh so it's cold up here JR. I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this on anybody man right about now it's uh it's down like five degrees here and very windy so um I'm glad that uh basketball is indoors and not outdoors we don't have to play football
0: that coach, because I know watching that Chiefs or Patriots game, I saw how cold it was, and man, I, I couldn't imagine being on sidelines for that game, covering that game.
2: Exactly, exactly. I was thinking the same thing, Jr.
0: Yeah, the coach. We, I had a cold game this year in Green Bay on December 9th, and coach, I must tell you, we got blown out by the Packers, and I was miserable the whole time. <laughs> The Falcons are getting destroyed. I'm on the sideline. I'm in four layers, and I'm still feel like I'm frozen I an ice bottles almost, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's any hot chocolate or or, or, or
2: heat pad or any kind of heat bench That that wouldn't be for me, man. I, I I I don't. I respect those guys who can go out there every week and, and play in that type weather and, and hit as, as hard as they hit. And not for me, Jr. Not for me.
0: I hear that, Coach. Now, Coach, your team is 5 0 in MAC play, Coach. And mm-hmm. what's been the key factors for your team with this nice starting conference play you have, had, you have going right now? And how do you see yourselves going forward starting off all 5 0 right now?
2: Yeah, I think we're just finally starting to evolve into the team I thought we were going to be. You know, we got off to a slow start. We played a tough non conference schedule. We, I, I, I always tell our guys I didn't do them any justice this year. Yeah. Yeah. I put them up, but- we, traveling, we traveled for like 12 days for almost 9,000 miles on and off planes every other morning. And I, I didn't do us any justice at all. So I, I took the blame for our early knockout schedule. And then you know, as we got ready to get into the league, we just needed to get some confidence. And once we started getting better and some confidence and, and being that we all know we're capable of being, uh, this is a, This has allowed us to really start to come together and start to play good basketball.
0: And like you said, Coach, that non common schedule, I know it was tough, but I feel like you toughened your team up and showed them how to fight through some adversity, traveling all those miles. I feel like it's good for team building and team bonding while you're going through a struggle, while you're losing some games you might not want to lose, but you're becoming one. It's going to help you like now here in late January, going into February and into March there, Coach. And I feel like the, the guys are playing well based off of those tough times you had in November and December there.
2: Definitely. I, I, our guys are starting to figure out, you know, these young kids, they don't, they don't understand when they're going through adversity, what they're dealing with. They don't put things in perspective. As a coach, I'm constantly reminding them the big picture is, you know, getting better and competing against this type of competition that we competed against to make sure that when we do go into our, our conference, that we're prepared, that we know we've been able to play some some high-level schools and play them very competitively. And and so, you know, again, there's no knock on any teams in our league. But if we feel like we're capable of competing against some of those high-level teams, that we should be able to transition that into our conference and, you know, hopefully fare well in our conference. And I think our guys are starting to figure it out. And it will help us, and it has helped us. But uh, big picture sometimes when you're going through it, like they say, you can't always see the forest from the trees.
0: And coach you know, I do a lot of Speaking at mid-major schools Different teams who have me come in And talk to them While well, I try to tell these Guys at the level You coach at Coaches Hey mm-hmm. You want to At least win your conference In the, in the, in the regular season Because you get the, Into the NIT in As a as a fallback, if in those days in March February, those three or four days, you can't get all the way there. but I, The goal is to, get them to, to to March Madness one way or another, the NIT or the Big Dance preferably. But when you're a conference season title, you, you, you will play out the season's over. With. So I try to tell the guys that lead that big picture and just say, yes, let's build towards that great run through January, February, and that last week in March, getting that tournament push. But take your business all through January and February to make sure you get, at least get that birthday NIT there.
2: Right, and I, I thought what happened for us, obviously winning the league last year, getting the postseason to the postseason bid to the NIT, having played Argon, I, I thought we did a really good job. I thought we took that next step. Obviously, we had been that type of postseason in the NIT since 1998. The NCAA tournament now still looms, you know, behind us, and we're trying to get there. But that's that's 1994, so we've taken the right step. I just thought early on. We didn't come back as focused as I had hoped we would. You know, sometimes you can start to read their clippings and everything mm-hmm. and start to, you know, everybody talked about we got preseason this, preseason that, this all conference player, this all conference player that. And they started, <coughs> excuse me, reading their clippings, but the couple of things that they forgot that you had to go out and perform in order to fulfill some of those preseason polls and, 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 and all conference polls. And then secondly, they, what they weren't really understanding, as I tried to talk to them throughout the summer, is that every team was going to give us their best shot at night in and night out, and I thought we took that for granted early on. I thought we weren't focused enough, and uh, we've now gotten back to being that team and being focused and understanding now. okay, yes, you're right, Coach. Everybody's going to give us their best shots, and we got to be ready. We can't take anybody for granted. And I I really think that's what's gotten us off to a good start. You know, obviously now we've got a little bit of confidence. Uh, We've got a big game coming up this Friday with Iona, so I'm certainly hoping that uh, we'll be ready. We will be ready because, you know, they've always given us a a great battle, wherever it might be, whether it's here or there. We've struggled to win at their place. I I just actually i am in the office now and i put something up on the board. In in the last past ten years, we're three and seven on the road against those guys and, and having won two years ago against them pretty big. But uh, we've not had a lot of success down there. So we really got to be attentive to all the details in terms of what we're getting prepared to do, you know, as far as playing these guys and understanding that, uh, you know, they're well-coached. They, they, what you talked about earlier, Jr. is they do have that pedigree of getting to the NCAA tournament, having that experience and having the coaches that have been through it as well. So, um, that's where I'm trying to get our team to and, and being in the NIT certainly helped us take the, helped us to take the next step, but we certainly got to take that next step and get to the NCAA tournament.
0: And, Coach, I feel like a lot of young guys don't realize this in a similar time, and at March, April, May, July, June, you got to get better. So player development programs yeah. are very key. And I feel like, even when, especially when you win, there, are, like you said, there are guys in the conference who maybe finish last, but they're trying to get better than you. So that player development right. programs are very key to how good a team is the following year. And I feel like a lot. sometimes a lot of young men don't, take the play development piece in when those workouts summertime very seriously as they shoot because this is about making you better for when the games count starting November through March there.
2: Right, and the one thing that we, we're we fortunate enough to have they are, we have our guys at least stay one summer session with us to where you know, uh, like you talked about a lot of these kids aren't self-motivated we have a handful of guys that honestly will get in and, and get the work that they need to get, you know, in order for them to be better, but it's the other handful that you know we're constantly staying on top of them to make sure that they do get those workouts in order for them to be better. But you and I know that the only way to become really a great player is to be motivated and get in there on your own where you don't need the coaches. That's something in addition to what we're we're doing as far as player development, getting you better. Um, and that that's something where I, I think a lot of these kids are, have lost that. I think they don't really understand that there's billions and billions of players out here and kids out here that would love to be in their situation, would love to have the opportunity that they have. I think they take those things for granted, but I also don't think that they understand and see the big picture, how many people out here are really trying to get after it and, and trying to be better. And they're blessed and fortunate enough to be in a situation where they have everything in front of them in order for them to be able to do it. But uh, sometimes they lack the motivation in order to get what they need to get to.
0: You got there, right, Coach. And, Coach, now – for my listeners out here, Coach, we have listeners out from California all the way to Maine. We got the whole country covered with the affiliates we have, Coach. So who are some uh-huh. guys on your roster, Coach, for my listeners who play very key roles for you guys this year, and when they watch the rider, who's, who's some guys that kind of keep an eye on us, know what they're doing for you, how they're helping the team go, and key keying this streak you guys are on? It uh, starts with our point guard, Stevie Jordan, who's soul.
2: Also- he is the heartbeat of our team. He's our point guard. He uh, he's actually a junior now. So the day he walked in, uh, he's a preseason All Conference player, first team All Conference player. It starts with him getting after directing our guys. He not only can Stevie score, but his whole thing is to make sure that he gets everybody involved first and foremost. He's our he's my he's an extension of me. I, I really, you know, I tell people this all the time. You know, if, if you have good players, they make you look like good coaches and it starts with the point guard and stevie if you have a good quarterback then then there's a chance that you have a good shot of being a good team and stevie's that quarterback for us that's going to get us directed going to get us in our offense, going to make sure that guys are getting the ball where they need to get to so it starts with him and then it starts then secondly would be our what i would call our alpha dog and dimentio vaughn who we lost some games um, back in, in November, December, without him, he had a fracture in the ankle. He got hurt in the game, and he missed about uh, a month of basketball for us. But he's back playing at 17 the other night for us against Manhattan, which was huge. But he's our alpha dog. He's the guy that's going to get after it. He's the guy that's going to take the big shots. He's going to guard the other team's best player. He's going to get after our guys and make sure that everybody is doing what it is that they need to do. He's also – a first-team all-conference preseason pick as well. So those two guys, um, Stevie being a junior, Domencio is a redshirt sophomore. It starts with those two guys. And then a young man that uh, is still building on what he did last year, Frederick Scott, is a transfer from DePaul, a freshman, uh, excuse me, a sophomore transfer now from DePaul. He was a sixth man of the year last year, and he's building on that this year, uh, having a really good year for us. And kind of that guy that can do a little bit of everything, 6'8", can handle the ball, can shoot it, can score inside out. Uh, he still needs to get better defensively, but he's a young man that uh, he has a huge upside and just learning and getting better every day, so I'm excited for him. Uh, we got Jordan Allen, who's a redshirt sophomore for us, one of our best three-point shooter. Uh, he's had some huge games for us, up and down a little bit, like for him to be a little bit more consistent, but uh, if we can get him going more consistent in the league, which he's gotten off to a good start, then we'll be good from the outside. Uh, another young man is our starting center, Tyler Marshall, who I think he's really having a good year, really coming on in the tournament. Uh, he, he's going to really push for, you know, being the best center in the league this year, I think. Uh, Kamar Williams is a transfer from Florida International, starting at the point guard for us or off guard when he moves Stevie off the ball. Uh, he's another young man that's really starting to go with us now and starting to figure and find his way into our team. Uh, so I'm happy to see his progression. And then uh, we have another young man that's a fifth-year senior for us. And I can't speak enough about Anthony Dorham, who's just been the guy that's been in our program the longest. He represents everything that our program is about, on and off the court. Hard worker, actually in the gym right now by himself, working with one of our managers who's rebounding for him. He's the guru guy for us, but yet uh, he's that guy that says all the right things and does all the right things that you need as a coach and a player to to make sure that uh, he's getting the message across to our team and that it doesn't always come from me. It comes from him. You know, and then just just a number of guys. It's a team, JR, and it's a team that's really starting to click on all cylinders and everybody's starting to really understand and define their roles, which is – certainly helpful for me and playing those roles because obviously everybody wants to play a lot we have we have a lot of depth we play a lot of guys but you know there's certain guys on our team that aren't playing the amount of minutes that i'm sure that they love to play but yet being team players they're all buying into it and uh you know, really playing a role at this time of the year. I hear that,
0: Coach. You definitely want to have a <laughs> – Coach, you have a true team. But all the mean you described, obviously you need to have a complete team and you have that, plus you have a balanced roster class-wise for it. Also, if you balance balanced you're scoring, you're rebounding. So I, I was telling right. my, my researchers here, your team is very primed for great things the way it's constructed and under your tool list. They, they, they will do things. They buy, into, buy in and keep buying what, you, what you're what teaching them. They'll be A-OK, in my opinion.
2: Absolutely. I, I believe that as well. Like I said, we've been knocking on the door. They understand that uh, what it would mean to get this university to the NCAA tournament, what it would mean for our fans. Uh, it, it's a long time coming, and we just got to take one game at a time, stay focused. You know, everybody in the league is really starting to play well. You can see that. Monmouth is coming on. Iona, obviously, Quinnipiac. There's the Canisius. There's a number of different teams, but we're going to take it one game at a time. We're going to enjoy it, which is important as well to make sure as we're going along with this, that we're having fun and enjoying it. And um, just stay together, you know, and make sure that uh, I, I keep them focused and they stay focused.
0: And I, I, I love your league, coach, because you, you you, your league is full of guys I talk to all the time, which is like Reggie, Reggie, uh, Baker, well, yeah. and Jamion. I mean, they, I talk to them pretty right. often. So it's like you know those guys are, 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 are good guys who text me all the time. I'm like, hey, I, I can't have you on till you start winning. <laughs> That's what <I> told them. <laughs> That's what <I> told them. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's
0: funny. <laughs> I give him a long time wait, you start with it, I might have yo, but I'm going with So you, you got to kiss Roder for you get on the show now. I can't have
2: that come on man, don't get him all hyped up man. Where coming in here beating us but no, to be honest with you, there's so many really good coaches in this league and the guys that you just mentioned, and then Jamie Allen is going to get those guys turned around, they've had some big upset wins already with the guys that are returning and some of the guys that he bought in, but you know, night in and night out, these guys, there's the staffs do a great job scouting, knowing one another, knowing our their opponents just as we know our opponents. And, you know, you can't take any team lightly, whether at the top of the league or they're at the bottom, you know. And so that's just a sign of good coaches and, and what they do to get their guys playing in their programs and, and buying in and doing the things that they need to do in order for them to be successful as well.
0: And, Coach, I can't, I can't let you go by asking you some ball prediction. Who you got, Rams or Patriots?
2: I got the Patriots. Uh, you, you can't, you, you can't go against Tom Brady. You saw what he did last night. He is the goat, you, you know. And it's just, he, he just defines what it is to, of greatness. You know everything that he does. You know the guys around him, everybody that buys in. It's so hard to separate yourself and be that type of player and that that type of greatness. And so uh, I'm enjoying watching it. You know, and, and I'm glad my kids are old enough to see it, but man in our lifetime the the Michael Jordans the Brady they don't Muhammad Ali these guys come few and far between so I'm just enjoying it and how could you root against the guy or how could you bet against him because every time you do you know he finds a way to get it done and I know they lost last year so trust me that that's an extra incentive for him to get back this year and and hoist that uh, Lombardi trophy.
0: Well, coach, you know me personally. I have a Tom Brady PTSD based on Super Bowl that happened in Houston. So I, when I see that guy, flashbacks of that right, bad right. day in Houston, man. We was up twenty to three on them boys.
2: I, right, exactly. I remember. I remember. Oily, unless that clock is expired with all zeros on it, you can't ever count Tom Brady out.
0: Well, coach, I'd say, see, Atlanta. I have now become the the Atlanta Rams. Now we're all Rams fans right. here in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are,
2: okay. We are
0: training for the Rams here, coach, because we, we can't. It was like we we right. yeah, coach. we were training for Chiefs, Rams. Be honest with you, because the Saints right. are our rivals. We don't want to see them. And the Patriots took took us t- t- both of us. We was up on them. We was like, we can want them here. So. But you know, right. we got the Rams, so trust me. See, Atlanta, they they all adopted them calling them the Atlanta Rams now. It's funny how people okay. got the shirts out here already, man, coach. They, the city's right. buzzing for the Super Bowl to be <laughs> here. It's buzzing, man. Waffle House is <laughs> well, point awesome right
2: now. That, that, <laughs> that new stadium that they built. Now I'm a Viking fan, so you know I'm struggling, man, with the fact that uh we 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 actually had that big win against New Orleans last year and I thought it was gonna carry over this year. And then we go out and get Kirk Cousins, but it didn't happen for us, but you know, I, I'm sure they're going to go out and address some of the things that they need to address. But this Super Bowl is going to be exciting. You got two really good, talented players, one young guy, you know, in, in his first year as a quarterback. And then you got Tom Brady that you can learn from. But, man, what two dynamic head coaches on both teams and, and assistants. That's just going to be fun to sit back and watch. And again, like I said, I, I, I'm not rooting for either one. I'm being a Viking fan, but I'm, I'm rooting for a good game.
0: Yeah, the Vikings, I, I, I like y'all, Coach Mike Zimmer. He's a real cool dude. Right. I talked to him at the league meetings. Always has okay. time for you, man. He's a great guy. Now, I'm going to tell you, Coach, I'm going to tell you what hurt the Vikings. You know when, that, when the Coach Ferrano mm-hmm. died, you know, he had yep. that line in order. Yep. He passed away, right. and that line kind of just – you know, if you v- vouch a line, you can't really protect the quarterback. And Kirk Cousins already uh, checked down Charlie to begin with. If he gets sketched in that pocket, <laughs> you're going to check it down right. real, real fast than you would normally. <laughs> so it's like.
2: Well, well and, and you're 100% right, JR. I know a lot of people are saying, you know, Kirk Cousins can't win this, can't win that. But if, if you're a quarterback and you don't have a good offensive line, and it that, that was unfortunate that Ronald died right before the season and, those are things that have happened, and I, I've been a Viking fan since the Purple People Eaters, but those are things that have happened to us in our franchise a lot of times. We've had a lot of unfortunate things happen to us, but, you know, that offensive line was in disarray from the start to the end, and, you know, I just believe if they go out and address the line and get some better guys, they've hired Gary Kubiak, which I think is a great hire for Zimmer and help him out and Zimmer can focus on the defense while Kubiak helps with the new offensive coordinator that we have but I, I do believe the pieces are in place for us to have a chance to compete again and get back to the playoffs but um, man it's, it's never guaranteed in, in the NFL year in and year out and in sports in general so that's what makes it interesting that's what uh, you, gotta, you gotta live in the moment because you just never know like New Orleans lost yesterday you just never know when you have a chance to get back there again
0: you got there right, Coach, and Coach bagger You've been in great. He's always on the show with your time, and for all love, love of we have a conversation with each other. Coach is always good and always insightful. A lot of things we we talk about here on the, when we get together as a coach. So look forward to talking to you down the road. Hopefully in March, Coach, when you get punched punching that big dance to the big dance there. Coach, not the NIT, but the but the real one. Hope that helps. <laughs> happens for you, Coach.
2: Absolutely, and I always enjoy being on your station there. So thank you,
0: and I appreciate you covering us. All right, folks, it's Kevin Beggar, the Ryder Bronx, on the Boss Man Show. on the beat. Fans, I got a great album for you today. Be having from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're gonna do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it.